It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's Locked On Reds podcast is brought to you by rockauto.com. They've got an amazing selection and reliably low prices and all the parts that your car will ever need. Check out rockauto.com with their easy-to-use interface. You can find your make, your model, your year, all your specs, and pinpoint your car on their drop-down, easy-to-use list. Then, whenever you find your car, they've got an entire list of parts that fit specifically to your car. You don't need to know exactly what part you need. They can help you find that or If you're more of an expert and you know what you like, you know what you need, you can find your favorite brands at rockauto.com because they've got it all on their website there. When you check out in the How Did You Hear About Us area, type in Locked On MLB to let them know that your pal Jeff from the Locked On Reds podcast sent you. That's rockauto.com. And in the How'd You Hear About Us section of the checkout area, type in Locked On MLB. Rock Auto has all the parts your car will ever need. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As the 2020 season rages on, the Locked On Reds podcast will be here each and every day to detail each win, each loss, and every transaction as the Reds look to move toward a playoff berth. My name is Jeff Carr. Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. What's going on, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hope you enjoyed your off day. No Reds baseball yesterday, so guess what? They didn't lose. That's a good thing. How'd you spend your off day? I started the freak show season of American Horror Story, and as a uh, huge not fan of clowns, this is going to be a fun one. Anyway, whatever. That's that. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch uh, whenever the Reds aren't playing, or maybe when they're playing, depending on how they're playing. Let's talk about this series coming up with the Pirates here in just a second. But before we get into that, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on whatever platform you're currently listening to. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked on Reds on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well. Also, make sure that you have the Locked on Reds line number saved into your phone at 513-549- 0159. So the Reds begin a four game series in Pittsburgh. And if you look at the schedule, you're going to be a little bit confused because on this doubleheader coming up today, the second game, the Reds are actually listed as the home team. And that's simply because they had to make up those couple of games. There's another doubleheader coming whenever the the Reds and Pirates square off at Great American Ballpark here in a couple of weeks. And that's obviously going to be a home game for the Reds as well. But yeah, they're going to be a home team against the Pirates in the Pirates' home stadium. That's going to be a lot of fun to just make fun of during that entire game. But for this doubleheader, the Reds have Luis Castillo and Trevor Bauer on the hill. Two games that they absolutely should win. Before we start really carving it up and analyzing it and talking about what we expect and what we think and all this stuff. I've got a special thing for you here. I got five facts and five facts, five facts that may make your stomach turn a little bit about our Cincinnati Reds. And then five facts 
that are going to make you feel a lot better. Let's start off with the bad news because who doesn't like having the good news the last thing that they hear? I don't know. I, I like bad news first, good news second. Let's start bad news first. Five facts that probably will make your stomach turn. The Reds are 85 and 87 overall against the Pirates since the year 2000. The Reds are 4 and 16. That's right, 4 and 16 in the last two years at PNC Park. The Pirates have absolutely owned them there in Pittsburgh. The Reds' ERA at PNC Park over the last two seasons, 5.48. The Reds have also hit 232 at PNC Park with an average of 3.1 runs scored per game over the last two years there. And then finally, number five. The Reds are batting a buck 98 on the road in 2020. So there, five facts that'll turn your stomach about our Reds concerning PNC Park, the Pirates, and what's going on right now. Now, let's do five facts that are going to bring you back. Five facts that'll reel you back in. Number one, the Reds' road ERA in 2020 is 3.72, and they're holding opponents to a 207 batting average. Not too bad. Then, number two, get to three and we have a ball game. Meaning, when the Reds score at least three runs, they are 16 and 8. If they don't get more than two runs, they lose, period. Zero to two runs, they haven't won a game so far this year. But when they score three or more, they're 16 and 8. Fact number three, when you're looking at the lineup, I'm guessing you probably wouldn't figure this out, but this is kind of the way that baseball reference breaks it up. When you look at the batting order positions, they break it up into the first and second hitters, the third through six hitters, and the seven through nine hitters. Guess which group are the best in the Reds lineup? That's right, the seven through nine hitters. They're slashing a 229 batting average with a 326 on base percentage and a 418 slugging. That's better in all three categories, let alone all together, but that's better than any other of the other groups. So the top two hitters or the middle four hitters. Nobody's slashing better than the seven through nine hitters in the Reds lineup. So when you see that lineup come out tomorrow for game one of the doubleheader, look at the seven through nine hitters and say, these are the guys that are going to, okay, never mind. I can't get that one out. But that's just kind of the way that the Reds have hit here lately. But it's nice to know that at least the bottom third of the order is doing its job. Fact that will reel you in. Number four. Lucky number seven, the Reds have a team OPS of 872 in the seventh inning this year, and they've scored the most runs out of any inning during a game in the seventh with 26. And that's going to be key here as well, because guess what? Doubleheader, there's only seven innings. So the final inning of these doubleheader games is where the Reds make their hay. And then fact number five that's going to reel you in, going to get you back after those five facts that probably turned your stomach a little bit. Since being benched for three games, Joseph Daniel Votto is hitting 450 in his last six games. He's got three home runs, four RBIs, and two walks. So even those folks that like to say, well, Joey walks, he doesn't hit. 
He's actually got more home runs than walks, so nanny, nanny, boo, boo. Anyway, whatever. I'm looking forward to this series. I think the Reds are ready to go. The Pirates now are coming into the series off of a win as well. They beat the Cubs Thursday by a score of 6-2. to two. They actually trailed 2-0 in the third inning and then scored six unanswered runs. Pretty good pitching day for the Pirates. J.T. Brubaker was the starter for Pittsburgh. And a couple of good bullpen performances that we'll get to in a minute. A couple of guys that we're going to be watching as Reds fans. A couple of guys that we will most likely see out of the Pittsburgh bullpen. So they come in with a little bit of momentum too. So this is going to be a fun series. Now the Pirates come in at 11-24. and 24, Obviously still last in the NL Central with that record. The Reds absolutely need to win. I- I'm saying three out of four. I know I'm setting myself up for disappointment there, but I, I they need to win at least three out of four of this series to really get people back on their side, to get Reds fans back to believing that this team can do what they set out to do at the beginning of the season. Three and four will make them a 19 and 22 record, which, yeah, still, that's three games under 500, but that's going to make some hay, hopefully, on the teams ahead of them, not only in the NL Central, but in the postseason standings as a whole for the National League. They're looking up currently at the Mets, the Brewers, the Giants, the Rockies, and the Marlins as well. And when you look at some of those teams and the schedule that they are facing, this weekend, that's kind of a nice thing for the Reds. And, and actually, tomorrow, it's going to be a crazy busy day for the sport of Major League Baseball. There's like 20 games scheduled. Supposing no games get postponed, I think that's like the second most ever. I think a day on 1970, I was looking at the stat on Twitter the other day, there were 21 games, which included seven doubleheaders. Absolutely phenomenal. Anyway, the teams that they're looking up at, the Marlins are beginning a series with the Tampa Bay Rays, who have set the entire baseball world on fire right now. The Brewers are starting a series with the Indians. And then you look at the Rockies, who are playing the Dodgers, and the Giants, who are playing the Diamondbacks, which that's not super uh, inspiring there. But the other teams are playing hell of a series. What do you think? Teams that are better than them. The Reds are the only team in this position right now that are playing a team that's worse than them. Okay, so the Giants and probably better than the Diamondbacks, but whatever. I'm I'm looking scoreboard watching already before the games even start. It's nice to know that we can scoreboard watch this weekend because I really believe the Reds are going to take off. We're going to get into that here in just a minute. But when it comes to what's going on in the world right now and with everything taking off as it were, you're probably looking to hire. You're probably looking, supposing you own your own business, to fill some positions. The best way to do that is to check out Indeed.com. They've got a great offer through Indeed.com slash MLB. They're going to give you $75 in credit for your next job posting And because Indeed works the way that they do, they give you all the best resources, they give you full control, even give you full payment control as well, so you only get exactly what you need, but at the same time, it's the best way to get the best candidates available. And with this $75 credit that we are offering today to my listeners through Indeed.com slash MLB, this is absolutely their best offer that they give out anywhere. 
Check him out, indeed.com slash locked on MLB and get the power of the best job searching site on the planet behind you to hire your next talent. Indeed.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-M-L-B for a free $75 credit for your next job posting. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. One other great offer that I'm giving to you today is through Postmates. Download the Postmates app and enter promo code LOCKEDON to get free delivery for your first seven days of up to $100 with no order minimum. Postmates is an amazing app that has all of your favorite restaurants on there, like Jersey Mike's, like Potbelly Sandwich Company, like Taco Bell. They've got all that great stuff, and if you need to get something from the store but you're not feeling like getting out because, hey, there's a pandemic on and we want to stop the spread, then check out the Postmates app because they'll deliver it right to your door. And when you enter the promo code Locked On, you'll get free delivery for your first seven days of up to $100, and there's no order minimum. I love Postmates. I use it all the time, especially when I'm playing it on the couch, watching some Reds baseball, watching some playoff hockey, whatever it is that you got going on right now, they can bring food and bring you know, a couple of items, something like that from the convenience store right to your door. Check out the Postmates app. Promo code locked on for free delivery for your first seven days of up to $100 with no order minimums. Anytime you need it, Anything you need, Postmate it. Before we continue looking at the series between the Reds and the Pirates, I did see something come down, a report that Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball are considering a sort of all-baseball tournament beginning next year. And what that is would pit Major League Baseball teams against Minor League Baseball teams. Kind of in the same way, if you're a fan of European soccer, the way that they do their different cups. And this would be kind of like a Major League Baseball cup. So the first couple of rounds, they'd be single elimination tournament style play. And the first couple of rounds would just be minor league teams going at it. And then the teams that rise from that competition would then go on to face major league teams. So you could possibly have the Louisville Bats going up against like the Chicago Cubs or something like that, or the Cincinnati Reds facing the Pensacola Blue Wahoos or, you know, stuff like that. It'd be kind of cool. I kind of like that idea. I, I know that it's a little hinky, a little bit weird, definitely a soccer thing. So for a soccer thing to make its way into baseball, I, I've seen many, many different points of view about this idea on Twitter. And who knows if it's even going to happen because there's plenty of hurdles to jump. Number one, you got to get the players union to agree to it, which they may not because if you're approaching this from a player's perspective, you have nothing really to gain and lots to lose. I mean, think of it. If, if there's a scenario where say, let's be positive about this. Let's say the Chattanooga lookouts play the New York Yankees and somehow beat them. That would be a story for like a solid, you know, at least a couple of days, probably a week. And knowing Yankee fans, they may never forget it. So it could be a lifetime story. Who knows? But when you look at this idea, I'm kind of here for it. And I know Rob Manfred's got some hinky ideas. I just like the idea of competition. I like the idea of pitting these minor leaguers who we constantly look at and we say, man, look at all these prospects. Look at the guys that the Reds could call up. Or And every fan base does this. This is not just a Reds country sort of thing. This isn't a Reds fan base only thing. Every single fan base clamors for prospects to be called up. 
this would be an interesting opportunity to see them play against major league talent. And yeah, it's a one-off single elimination thing, but it's kind of fun. And that sounds like the spirit of baseball because the spirit of baseball is fun. Let's have fun. I'm here for it. I'd love to see it happen. I know that there's probably a lot more logistical things that have to happen for it to actually go down, but I'm here for it. If it takes place, let's do it. I think the report is that it would start sometime next year. So anyway, I just wanted to talk about that for a half second because that's something that I'm kind of looking for in the future. I'm going to be following different stories on this and interested to see how it all turns out, especially with the way that minor league baseball is kind of getting boned. I mean, between the fact that they haven't even gotten a chance to play this year with the whole pandemic thing, and then they're losing quite a few of affiliated ball clubs beginning next season, maybe this is kind of an olive branch, not necessarily to right the ship, to pay for everything that's been going on with minor league baseball, but at least something that they can offer to them that would be intriguing. And I kind of like it. I, I think that it should be something that happens. All right, let's jump back into this series. Let's look at the pitching matchup. So the doubleheader today, the Reds will have in game one, starting at 4.05 p.m. Eastern time, Luis Castillo will be on the mound with a 4.1 ERA. For those of you that really care about this sort of thing, Luis Castillo is 0-5 on the season. Doesn't really bother me that much because pitching records are a crapshoot, and I don't think that they should be penalized based on their pitching record, but whatever. But he's 0-5 looking for his first pitcher win. Then the Pirates will throw up Steven Brault. He's got a 4.0 ERA. He hasn't won a game yet, for those of you that like this whole deal with the uh, wins and losses and stuff like that. But in his last couple of starts, looking at his last two starts, he's gone exactly three innings in both of them. So we could see the Pirates bullpen early in this one. And I'm going to get into a couple of guys that I'm looking at here in just a minute. And then in game two, following game one, there's no exact set time. I'm sure it'll be something around 45 to 50 minutes following game one. We'll have Trevor Bauer on the mound for the Reds as the Reds are the home team at PNC Park, whatever. We're going to have a lot more jokes on Twitter about that, I'm sure. Trevor Bauer coming in with a 2.13 ERA. He will oppose the Pirates' Cody Ponce, who is fresh off his first ever career start. He pitched five and two-thirds scoreless innings, allowing five hits against the Cardinals back on August 27th. We'll see what the Reds lineup can do against this young right-hander. And when, when I was mentioning the Pirates bullpen, and they'll probably get into it early, at least with Stephen Brault, maybe also with Ponce on the mound as well. There's a couple of guys that we're going to have our eye on, and that is Sam Howard, who is a lefty, and Jeff Hartlieb. Uh, he spells it weird. It's actually Geoff Hartlieb, uh, G-E-O-F-F, Hartlieb. Uh, when it comes to this Pirates bullpen. And they're going to come out, and whenever they throw up their stats on television, you're going to think, boy, these guys are really, really good. Sam Howard's ERA is 2.77, and Jeff Hartlieb's ERA is 2.40. Hartlieb has pitched 15 total innings, with Sam Howard pitching 13 total innings. And I'm sure that whenever they come out, we're going to hear some form of, boy, these guys are pretty good. Watch out, the Reds are going to have a hard time hitting them. 
But when you look at their fielding independent pitching, I know I've said this before. I know I said this about a couple of different guys and gotten burned, Brad Keller being the absolute first one at the top of my mind when it comes to this. But both guys fielding independent pitching say that their ERA should be a lot higher than it currently is. Jeff Hartlieb's FIP is 4.46, and Sam Howard's is 4.36. In fact, when you look at the bullpen as a whole for the Pirates, the guy that has pitched the best, Sands worrying about the defense behind him, it's Chris Stratton. He's going to come out, and his little box on the television screen is going to say he's got a 4.15 ERA, but his FIP is actually 3.19, the best FIP out of the entire Pirates bullpen. So I'll be interested to see how this Pirates bullpen works against this Reds lineup. The Reds, obviously, we all know, need some consistency with the hitting. And like I mentioned in the five facts and five facts, they got to score three runs. Once they get the three, all bets are off and the Reds are actually doing pretty good. If they only score two or less, they're not going to win. Or at least that's how it's been so far. So we'll see how this entire weekend breaks up. I'm going to have one more podcast for you tomorrow, recapping the doubleheader today. So let's hope they win both of them because I want to continue being happy. I've got a nice mood on right now for our Cincinnati Reds. Want to see that continue with Castillo and Bauer on the mound today but that'll do it for us here right now on the podcast now tell your smart device to play locked on fantasy baseball make sure you're subscribed you follow me on twitter save the locked on reds line number all that good stuff and i'll talk to all of you tomorrow let's go rex hey Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.